Blog Talk Radio. Who we are, 
Shouldn't we be embarrassed about this? A nursing home in Glasgow. Yeah, typical. These things don't make any sense. So, it's an election year, and we are quickly approaching the time when working families will have the opportunity to go to the polls and vote against a whole host of extreme candidates who support policies that limit rights, make it even harder to afford a middle-class life, and pad the pockets of their corporate buddies. One of the worst candidates for working families in the 2014 elections is Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. I agree with that. And here but, are 11 reasons why McConnell is bad for working people. Number one, he opposes wage increases, prevailing wage laws, and black, black lung benefits. He also refuses to support legislation to secure pensions for mine workers and retirees. McConnell has voted against laws that would stop outsourcing and even voted for tax breaks that reward corporations for exporting American jobs overseas. He said that the government should cut Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, programs that working-class people depend on. McConnell is out of touch with Kentucky's working families who are seeing their incomes fall behind the cost of living. He's worth than 20, more than $27 million but blocked and voted against legislation to raise the minimum wage. Oh, what a selfish bastard. He supported massive tax breaks for wealth for the wealthy while voting against funding to keep teachers in the classroom. Pardon me? Well he is. I, I appreciate that. He sponsored <laughs> legislation to permanently reduce the estate tax for the wealthy and extend the Bush era tax breaks for the richest Americans and opposed legislation that would give aid to states facing financial trouble to keep teachers in the classroom. Instead of helping jobless workers get back on their feet, McConnell blocked legislation extending unemployment insurance benefits. Number seven, while 40 million Americans are being crushed by student loan debt, he blocked the Bank on Students Emergency Loan Refinancing Act that would have enabled millions of Americans with expensive student loans to refinance into a more manageable way to pay. McConnell has consistently voted against laws that would make it easier for Kentucky workers to get good pay, decent benefits, and job security. Number nine, McConnell blocked and voted against the Paycheck Fairness Act, a Democratic bill aimed at narrowing the gap between men and women. Number 10, many Americans believe that Washington is broken and too many politicians are playing political games instead of coming together to solve problems for working people. McConnell himself called, McConnell called himself a proud guardian of gridlock. And number 11, according to the Washington Post, Mitch McConnell raised the art of obstructionism to new levels. When McConnell and his United GOP troops couldn't stop things from getting through the Senate, they made sure that the Democrats paid a heavy price for winning. You know, in one of our other shows, uh, we point out that...
All right, we're back. I'm uh, sorry that uh, we got disconnected there, folks. We got, but, must uh, have gotten disconnected right after we began. No. When you put it back on there. No, we didn't. When, whatever it was, I don't know. I don't even know if we were, when we were on. I'm sorry, folks. We had uh, some very good information that we didn't get to hear. I apologize for that. Yeah, me too. Um, anyway... But let's start the show or finish the show or... Just uh, keep going. Keep going with it. For the next 15 minutes. All right. We're going to do a tribute to uh, Johnny Rock, Johnny Winters here. Johnny Winters. <laughs> Oh, 
from our most vulnerable citizens. We're extremely clear about that, and we're not embarrassed about it whatsoever. We want a really clear message out there. If you go at, if you cut Social Security benefits or Medicare benefits to our seniors, to our most vulnerable people in our country, you are going to get no cover from the American labor movement. We're happy to say that all day long, and we think the reality is the reality is is that it's only by treating our most vulnerable people fairly that there's going to be any chance of progress. Uh, on public policy issues facing our country Mr. going Silver, forward. Mr. That's Silver, the reality. Yeah. Are, are, you, are you as clear on the reality that if you don't cut entitlement benefits, this country may well go bankrupt? Well, that's frankly not true. That is a lie put forward by billionaires who don't want to pay higher taxes. Social Security is the best-funded aspect of our retirement system today, and, and Medicare's long-term issues are, are, are integrated with the long-term issues of our health care system. Neither program is over-generous. In fact, both programs are under-generous. The only people who believe what you just said are people who are not counting on those programs and who are worried that their very large incomes will be taxed. Now, but Mr. Silvers, you can go back to any bipartisan budget group which indicates that the progress we've made on closing the deficit over the next couple of years on stabilizing our debt level will start to change from about 2016 going forward, and the main reason for that is entitlement programs. Now, again, the, we're having an important debate about what kind of promises we can afford to make to people in the future. We already know the retirement age is going to be moved up a little bit, but why not allow for some give so that if we need to, for example, means test Social Security, if we need to, to do other things to just help to bend that cost curve to make it more palatable to Republicans to come to the table for a deal that won't hurt growth and undermine achieving all of these objectives in the years to come. Well, we are totally in favor of doing things that need to be done to make Medicare more cost efficient. And we need to start with negotiating for prescription drug prices. Right? There is no question that in the long run, if we keep basically giving away money to, to uh, the, pre the prescription drug companies and health care providers, that we're going to have a problem with Medicare. Social Security's financial problems are relatively minor, uh, and, have, and, and the two have been conflated, frankly, by people who want to destroy both for their own selfish reasons. You know, Mr. Silver, most people are somewhere in between. Most people know that probably there has to be an, an income solution, that taxes will have to rise on some parts of the, of, of the population. They also know that there has to be some entitlement cuts. Uh, actually, that's, actually, that's not true. Most people strongly oppose cuts most to benefits. Who, and, most most people, people strongly oppose cuts to benefits and Social yes. Security and Medicare. Medicare. It's and simply that most the, rich people and don't. One, and one third it's of the very population simple. doesn't pay tax right. to begin with. I'm talking about the people that understand the figures. You're talking about people who themselves are more afraid of paying higher taxes than they are afraid of being poor in retirement. You're talking about essentially rich people. If, if, if you want to have a democracy of rich people, I suppose your statement is true. Okay, let's leave it there. Thank you. Damon Silver. Now, that was a very interesting uh, little interview. And if you noticed, uh, one of the reporters had an English accent. And he's um, defending the thought that there should be cuts to Social Security and Medicare. And he comes from a society, and probably going back there, where he enjoys cradle to the grave. I really, it really just burns me up that those people, the English, come over here, take positions in um, communications, and then uh, speak against providing anything 
for our citizens. Yep. Well, he'll go back and retire uh, in yeah. England yeah. and have very generous benefits for himself. Hypocrite. An ultimate hypocrite. Just annoys me. I don't want him telling me how Americans think. Yeah. I mean, who's he to tell me how Americans think? I hate British people. I really do. I mean, well, I mean, those people who think their queen is is the ultimate bing bong babe. You know, come on. I mean, you know, who? What kind of castration techniques are you dealing with there in England? I mean, it's just like God. They support that big. You got the most surveillance state in the world. You got the most, uh, you, you know, you're ruled by a queen, an independent uh, uh, parliament. I mean, you got you, you're just a bunch of bimbo babes, crazy people that talk with crazy accents that you know make no sense. You know, you can't you can't even understand half of them when they're talking. You know, so it's like you know, you know the, England has no no excuse for being. I think what is upsets me about I think what bothers me most about that country is is that despite all the things that you said is the um, surveillance that they have. I mean that that's that's one of the things I can't believe they live in a society like that. I mean you sit on a park bench and somebody's watching you, and you're filmed and videoed. I mean really, do you really need that? And if you throw your trash. Throw your paper in the trash. They tell you to pick it up on some loudspeaker. The only guy I have have any respect for in England is uh, is, uh, Galloway. No, he's a wonderful person. He's the only guy I got any respect for. He recently just beaten up, of course. Yeah, by by an Israeli. Bunch of hooligans. Yeah, an IDF guy. I mean, it's just just insanity, folks. He's the only guy in England I have any respect at all for. Well, maybe our listeners don't know who he is. Galloway is a, is a member of Parliament, okay, very outspoken, who's extremely against Israel and, uh, you know, extremely against all kinds of... Uh, aggression. Aggression, right? Not only and, limited uh, to he's, Israel. He's a liberal, you know, he's a, he's, he's and supports, very, supports people, good life for yeah, people, yeah, working wage, all those kinds of things that... He's a brilliant guy, and he's a, and he's a, he's a very, very outspoken, but he's a, he's a guy who believes in humanity, you know? And uh, you know, speaks out against uh, aggression and against uh, war and against stupidity. All right, and uh, and for that he's not appreciated. No, that, for that he's beat up and uh, you know done all kinds of crazy things for him. He's a member of parliament. They don't even give him any protection. You know, that's just a you know what a what a, what a stinking country. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, so that's anyway, why, that's, I mean, why, that's why, why we broke away from you guys. That's why we broke away from Britain because they were a bunch. They were a bunch of they horrible were pa- people. Taxing without representation. That thing, they were they were invading us. They were they were beating us. They were mm-hmm. enslaving us. You know, and what and what and, and and everybody still cares who the hell the next baby uh, George Junior is going to be. I mean, good God, come on. Well, I mean, that's what, the media. The media the pushes that. No, but it's a sick But if joke. people understood our history, they wouldn't be so excited about it's a completely it. Completely sick joke. You know, but anyway, we've joke. come right to the end of the show, and yeah. I don't know how much you got and how much you heard. Yeah, I, hope I we apologize would. for that. I don't. We we had some technical problems there. We didn't even realize. So, uh, good night, everybody. I hope. Uh, and please join me tomorrow night. I promise you will have better reception. Have more audio. A little more audio. 
So good so, uh, night, folks, yeah, and have a good night. night. Yeah. Put your music on there. Uh, this system, our new wonderful system here has to change.